the college football experience database top 25 official ranking show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to S G P N. Let it ride brother. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Database top 25 ranking show. My name is Colby swinging database. Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when dundee happened he was a superstar i smoke and i drink and um i don't have stress and i'm healthy (laughs) oh and waiting i've been waiting to give you this one folks been waiting look uh, maybe you're not maybe you're a new listener to the college football experience well first off welcome and we appreciate you but one thing I hate, and we've been doing this for years, the database top 25, that is one thing I absolutely hate is preseason college football rankings. They are trash. They're terrible for the sport. And I'll be honest, I don't even like ranking them after week one, week two, week three. I think you have to wait at least four weeks so you get a resume. Uh, because I do believe schedule manipulation is the worst part about college football. I've said this many times and I know people would probably disagree with me all, all over the place on this, but I don't believe we've ever had a true national champion because I think schedule manipulation is such a big thing. We need a large playoff to, to dictate who really is the national champion. Um, either way, we're this far into the season. I feel like every year now, year one, I started doing this what four or five years ago when I would do this week one. And I realized the resume you're kind you can put anybody you could put, you know, ball state took down uh incarnate word by 49, you know, and caught off the, in the first half, caught off the dogs in the second half. They should be number one. No, you can't do that. You need a, you need a, a couple of weeks to give it some time to evaluate. Well, this is my evaluation of that. Shout out to the chat, by the way. Feel free to hop in and ask uh, our opinions or my opinion. I guess I'm solo tonight, but on on these rankings, I, I took some time, went through for the past like 24 hours, really, uh, maybe 30, maybe 36 hours, evaluating, trying to do my best version of what the top 25 teams should be. Yes. Um. So let's hop into this thing. But before we hop into it, I want to tell you that the college football experience database top 25 episodes brought to you by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. 
We're also brought to you by Babbel. Yes. If, if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you uh, re- regret learning in high school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. That's more than the fucking white album did for the Beatles. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, Babbel's addictively fun and, and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can you can finally cross you know learning that new language off that old bucket list of yours. Um, and what's great about Babbel is they only give you a ten-minute lesson, so it's not like bombarding yourself because it can be overwhelming when learning a language. You get the ten-minute lesson, uh, you know, and then you go from there. And and what's great is other language learning apps, you know, they they use the artificial intelligence. Not, not here, not here. You know, their lesson plans are from real language experts, over 150 different language experts, actually. And uh, they're voiced by real native speakers, not computers, not computers. This isn't Terminator 17 coming out here. Um, Their teaching method has actually been scientifically proven to be effective with Babel. You can choose from 14 different languages too: Spanish, French, Italian, German, um, it is absolutely fantastic. So right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble, language for life. All right, let's hop into this because my 25th ranked team is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Once again, folks, let me break down what I do here with the database top 25 been doing this shit for years. And I look at the resume. I look at how many teams you've beat. Uh, You know, did you play an FCS? You should be penalized unless it's a really good FCS. So how many power fives have you played? Have you hit the road yet? Like a true road game. Those mean a lot of points. Cause I believe that's the hardest thing to do in college football and college basketball is to win on the road. So at number 25, I have uh it, yeah, we're not basing this off of perception of, of, of uh, I'm basing it strictly off of resume. And I have the wake forest demon Deacons as the 25th best team in the land. It's tough. I have to, to hold to my standard here. They did go on the road to Vanderbilt and one. Is that a bullshit away game? Yes, but it is a power five road game. They got it done. And uh, they also beat Liberty. I know they only beat Liberty by a few points, but I actually think Liberty is going to end up being a nine, 10 wins team. Probably when it's all said and done, I understand the Vanderbilt angle. And I understand that I could be ridiculed at that. And I, I, I understand that I might even ridicule myself, but if I'm going to stay true to my process of playing at a, at a power five, then that has have that has to hold some merit there and Vanderbilt, believe it or not. I mean, I know they got destroyed by Bama, but they did hit their over on their win total already. Um, so I do have wake forest. They lost in an overtime game to, uh, to Clemson. Um, and I thought they looked really good considering, I know the defense will always kind of be shaky. I think Brad Lambert's got a, a project he's working on there. Um, uh, so I do have the wake forest demon Deacons. I know they have an FCS on there, but I think their resume based best for 25th in the nation. So there we go. Let's go. Uh, at number 24, I am going to go to the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yes. And you can make a case. They should be a little bit higher. 
you can make a case. It's tough though. Cause they have a, they have some great wins. They, they got the Cincinnati win, which I think is going to be looking better at the end of the day than what we think it is right now. But they did just lose in Jerry's world. So that is a, they, they took care of South. So they, their wins are what South Carolina, Missouri state. Who's a decent FCS Missouri state would probably be like a, a, a six and six, seven and five team in the Mac. Um, and then, uh, and then Cincinnati, pretty good resume, but the loss is not a true away game. It was a neutral site game. And I do penalize for that because I mean, a, I thought they should have won the game. It was heartbreaking if you're an Arkansas Razorback fan. Um, but they just didn't look good to me. I thought they were going to win by a lot more and they really let me down. So at 24, I do have the Arkansas Razorbacks um, at 23. I have the Utah Utes. Utah, okay. The resume. I don't. I. I mean, I don't know what to expect out of Arizona State. Arizona State has. It's a dumpster fire right now. But I still believe winning in Tempe is tough. I still don't know what this team will be at the end of the day because Arizona State does have Arizona and Colorado on the schedule, two winnable games. I don't think they're going to be a bowl team because I think they're probably going to quit if they haven't already on their, on their coach. Cause they quit on Herm Edwards. They were giving away the playbook or some, some shit with reports there. Um, they, but Utah also rolled San Diego state. And I think San Diego state could end up winning the mountain West this year. So those are the three, uh, th- then they beat an FCS, right? Who I think has a winning record right now. And their one loss was at Florida in a, in a true road game. So I reward them over Arkansas where they, where they lost a 50, 50 game in a neutral site. And I also thought, I really thought watching that game that Utah was the better team. They, they had a touchdown. I thought that should have been reviewed before a fumble on the one yard line. And then also the, the, the final play of the game where the, the interception by Florida, Florida shout out to Florida for getting the win. But I thought from an eye test point of view, Utah looked like the better team. Like if they were to play that game five times, I think, I think Utah probably wins four of this five. I have the Utes at number 23 and then in, in the land um, at number 22. And I hate to do this, but I'm just strictly looking at resume and what they've done because I don't really want this team in the top 25. I think after this week, they'll probably be gone. And I got the Texas A&M Aggies. They did beat Arkansas. I got to hold them to that. They still haven't gone on the road. Uh, they, they beat Sam Houston state who actually lost the very next week to Northern Arizona, who Arizona state beat. So, I mean, you figure it out, but uh, then, then a and M beats Miami who looks like shit. They just got rolled by middle Tennessee state. I think this is a, I think this is a counterfeit team. I don't believe they belong in the top 25, but based on resume and that great win against Arkansas. And you also beat another power five in the Miami hurricane and you beat an FCS team. That that is a really good FCS team year in and year out. I got to reward it for right now. I got the Texas A and M Aggies at number 22 in the nation at number 21. I have the Kansas state wildcats. I was on Tulane upsetting them, but I think they've put together a solid body of work. 
Obviously winning at Oklahoma, I think is better than anything we have from anyone else behind us. A and M has not won on the road. Utah has not won on the road. Arkansas has not won on the road. Wake forest won at Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. I think the, this might be one of the best wins of the season to go into Norman right now. Who knows what Oklahoma ends up, but based off what we have so far, I think Kansas state should be ranked the 21st team in the nation right now. That was an impressive win. They never trailed in that game and they dominated that game from a yardage standpoint. They were putting up serious yards on Oklahoma. I know Oklahoma was getting yards too, but K state was getting off the field and Oklahoma really struggled at getting K state off the field. Adrian Martinez had a fantastic day. If they didn't have the blemish against Tulane, cause they beat Missouri, they beat South Dakota. Who's a, I don't know, an average, maybe slightly better than average FCS team, but that road win means a lot. And that is why I have Kansas state at number 21 at number 20. I have the Pittsburgh Panthers. Uh, this one was tough. This was a tough one to, I, I thought man, K state probably deserves to be ahead of them. But then I was like, I don't know. K state lost to Tulane Pitt lost to Tennessee in overtime when they had their quarterback knocked out for the whole entire second half, their starting quarterback. I think that means something. And I think the fact that their game went to overtime where they lost, they also beat West Virginia, which I think is a decent win. Uh, like, I think it's better than the Missouri win. Now, do they have anything as good as the Oklahoma win? I think you probably don't, you probably say no, but I can tell you this at Western Michigan, they did hit the road. It's at Western Michigan. Western Michigan is probably going to end up six and six or seven and five, maybe at best eight and four. I would think six and six, seven and five. This, you went on the, on the road to a group of five bowl team year out, year in, year out for the most part. And you got a dub. And then your FCS matchup was Rhode Island, who was in the top 25 of the FCS just recently. Um, I mean, even though I know I don't give merit to the top 25, Rhode Island is projected to be good this year. Um, and I think they probably will end up being good uh, when it's all said and done with Kasim Hill and the Rhode Island Rams. So I have Pitt at number 20. I, I mean, honestly, if Slovis doesn't get knocked out of that game, they probably win that thing. I think it's pretty close. It's neck and neck. Um, Shout out to the chat. I see Tom Hanks is in the chat. Loved you and fucking the burbs. <laughs> Shout out to Oink Oink. Shout out to GBO Farms and Blanton Stam Stamey. Uh and shout out to Justin Casey. All these, all these, all these legends. All right. Um, so yeah, number 20, I have the Pit Panthers. Let's move this thing along here because at number 19. I have the Baylor bears. Baylor is the best team. I think with a loss, they lost the game in what? Like uh, I was in Vegas. I think this was three overtimes of memory serves me. Correct. Uh, at BYU, which I think is a really tough place to go grab a win. Um, it is the best loss. You look at everyone else's loss. Tennessee's loss by Pitt is right there, but that Tennessee loss was in Pittsburgh at Heinz. I think Baylor's loss is probably the like one of the best losses for a one loss team. I think it's the best to tell you the truth. Uh, so I got the Baylor bears at 19. It, it came down to overtime since then they, they've, they've gotten some wins. Now I know they're, they're, they're FCS Albany, not great. Um, 
Texas State in the Sun Belt, not great. Um, but they did go out and get a key road win in Ames, Iowa, which I think is a very tough place to play. And I think we got to reward them there. And the Sun Belt's actually shut out pretty well uh, thus far this season. So at number 19, I have the Baylor Bears. At number 18, I think this is the softest resume we have that is from an undefeated team. And that is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Okay. What do we have? We have Central Michigan, which actually might be their best win. Arizona State, we'll see, because Arizona State's talented. Maybe they can still end up going six and six, and that'll be a decent win. But all, here's another thing all of these have happened in Stillwater. Because then their other one was Arkansas Pine Bluff. Arkansas Pine Bluff's terrible FCS. Terrible FCS. So I think that resume for Oklahoma State is one of the weakest. And that doesn't mean they might end up being good. I'm not trying to throw shade on them, but based on what we've seen so far, it is a pretty, pretty weak resume that we're seeing from the Oklahoma state Cowboys thus far, they get Baylor this weekend. So they have an opportunity to really jump up uh, the, these, these, you know, standings or rankings that I put out here. Um, Anyway, so that is my logic there at number 17. And this would have been, had I done this a week ago, the worst ranked team as far as uh, undefeateds go. At number 17, I got the Michigan Wolverines. Their resume is fucking laughable. But I do think that Maryland win is better than anything Oklahoma State has. Because I think Maryland is better than Arizona State based on what I've seen through four weeks. I would take Maryland to beat Arizona State. Um, Yukon, Colorado State, and Hawaii, I think, are three of the worst five teams in college football. If I had to do the worst five teams in college football, maybe you can talk me into Yukon being sixth, but number one to me would be Hawaii. Number two would be Florida International. Number three would probably be UMass. Number four, you kind of get in this this area where you can debate. But I would say UConn is right there. No, Colorado State's there. Colorado State is there. Did I say Colorado State already? I don't even remember. But that resume is fucking pathetic. They are undefeated. I'll reward them there. But uh, and you you'll see as this thing goes along through the season how I think it should equate. The fact that they didn't play a Power Five out of conference, I will penalize them as we go forward. The more power five wins you get, the better your resume is. And with Michigan only having nine and also playing the, what I think, and we'll see, obviously there's season left. So maybe Yukon or Colorado state can find their groove and hit and grab some wins, but they will get, I think doctored as the season prolongs. Um, moving along the next school I have at number 16, is the coastal Carolina Chanticleers big bird. Give it up for big bird and Grayson McCall. They're on the teal turf. The resume is actually not bad. Um, they got a big game this weekend against Georgia Southern. They're one of the, there's only two undefeateds in the group of five left. Believe it or not. That's pretty wild considering it's still September. Um, and there's a chance that there might not be any after, uh, after this week, essentially, but um, 
yeah, uh, they've they've been impressive. They've been impressive. Army, they beat Army at week one. Um, I know you look at the other wins and say, well, Gardner Webb and the FCS, yeah, they played them close, but they were also really injured that game. I I think if anything, you know, it's a little bit deceiving. Uh, they beat the Buffalo Bulls. Not a great win, and uh, they're they're a uh, you know they're a, a team that just grabbed their first win in the MAC. Then they beat Georgia State at Georgia State. Georgia State's winless. So if you combine all these records, it's not a great resume. But I can tell you this. I can tell you this right now. If Army played Maryland, I think that would be a game, right? Buffalo and Georgia State, and I'll even say Gardner Webb. I think would beat Buffalo and Georgia state would definitely beat Hawaii, Yukon and, uh, and Colorado state. So Gardner Webb, I actually think would beat Hawaii. So that resume to me way better than Michigan's resume thus far. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Obviously they got Georgia Southern this week and the schedule and that's a, something that helps the, the 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 power five. If you're questioning my ranking process, well, when when conference play comes, you're gonna you're playing better caliber teams for the most part. Even though the Sun Belt's shit, you could probably argue the Sun Belt's better than the ACC. But um, you're gonna be playing more caliber teams, so you'll have a chance to jump up some. Uh, but I think Coastal Carolina is the 16th best team in the nation based on the resume we've seen through four games, four or five games. If it's week zero. Um, all right, next up at number 15, I have the Washington Huskies, Washington. Um, look, they've been fantastic, but they have yet to go on to go on the road. Um, which is concerning because they have a big one Friday night at UCLA but they beat Kent state. Kent state looked pretty fucking decent against Georgia. That win got a little bit better this weekend. They also Kent state was what played even Oklahoma tough. I know you look at that score and say, I think it was like 31 to three or something. That was seven to three at halftime. Kent state looking good. In my opinion, for a Mac school Uh week two, they, they house Portland state, Portland states had the hardest FCS schedule uh, thus far. We don't know much about them. I tend to think Portland state's better than their record. Uh, considering they played two FBS teams and then Montana, who's really good. I think so they're Oh, and three, but I think Portland state's actually decent. I don't think they're, I think they'll probably be middle of the pack in, in the big sky. Uh, then we have, they, they took care of business against Michigan state. Now I know Michigan state just got housed by Minnesota, but Michigan state is a power five. They came on the road there. Um, and they got it done and then they got it done against Stanford, another power five. So two power five wins, a good, uh, you know, a group of five win. I think Kent, you could argue Kent state might look like the, the best team in the Mac. So, um, I have the Washington Huskies at number 15. Um, next up, actually, before we get to the next one up, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick them contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash. Wow. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks and climb up that leaderboard for a shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house. You can win 20 times the amount of money you enter. If you hit all your picks, got to check it out. 
right? And they do this for all the leagues, NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. Make sure to check out no house advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's also where you play people. And you don't want to miss out on this one. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get the uh, first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. Yeah, promoguide.us is the best place to go if, if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. And I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative that we've seen. They don't simply tell you, you know, necessarily what team is going to win or most probable to win, but they'll tell you where you can get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions, go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent track transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Yes. What is odds trader? Odds trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get yourself the best deal possible. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we are back talking. I mean, isn't this great? Dantabase top 25 always takes four weeks. They should do this in real life, in my opinion, because I think it is fair. And we all strive to get a fair fucking system in whatever we want, you know? And whatever we are doing, we strive for a fair system. And I think this is way more fair. Uh, than what we currently have. Currently, I think we have what is a Ponzi scheme, like or a pyramid scheme. I really believe that. Um, and I love college football as much as anybody, but it is jaded. It is seriously jaded, and I, I think it's very corrupt. Um, at number fourteen, I have the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, this is a team once much like Washington. They haven't hit the road yet. Hard to judge how good of a team is if they haven't hit the road yet. Now, of course, they've looked good. They took care of Notre Dame, but what is Notre Dame? Notre Dame's like a 500 team, right? I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know what we're going to. Uh, Notre Dame's probably going to end up seven and five. Decent win. It was at home. Uh, then they beat Arkansas state, Arkansas state lost to old dominion last week. Arkansas state was not good last year. It's not looking like they're going to be good this year. Then they beat the Toledo rockets. Toledo might've looked good beating long Island, but last week they had, they went to San Diego to take on San Diego state and they lost in a game that Toledo was favored in by, I believe three and a half points. They lost 17, 14. And I don't even think it was as close as that. I feel like it was like a 17, seven, a lot of the game. But my point is, is that that win doesn't do much for me. Doesn't do much for me. Then they beat the Wisconsin Badgers. And this is the hardest one. And this is why I think they should be penalized right now. Cause okay. I know Wisconsin's a, a decent brand of football, right? I, there's no denying that each year they seem to be a winning team that does something between, I don't know, eight wins and 11 wins almost every year. But I don't know that this will be those years. We can't look at that and say that because you look at their two wins. It's Illinois state and New Mexico state. Those are awful. As far as I'm concerned, Wisconsin's resume is absolutely awful. Thus far from a winning standpoint, they lost to Washington state and they lost to Ohio state. 
I don't give that win much merit now. That might look like a gigantic win later when we learn if they are any good or not. So I have the Ohio State Buckeyes at number 14. We will see what they do in the coming weeks. It's pretty ridiculous. Some of these teams that haven't played a, 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 an away game thus far, I do think they should be penalized. Um, at number 13, I have the TCU Horn Frogs. And TCU is an interesting one because they could be fool's gold. But I think based off their resume right now, which shows that they have, they have gone on the road twice. Now, how good are these road trips? It's Colorado. Colorado sucks, but Colorado also schedules ridiculously. I w- I really believe if you had given Colorado Michigan schedule out of conference, I think Colorado would be three and zero. Colorado still sucks. Don't get me wrong. They still suck, but I do think they would be three and zero. So that's my point to all of this: is you can really, you know, s- scheduling manipulation it happens. And TCU did win at Boulder. They went on the road to a Power Five and won, much like with Vandy going, or I'm sorry, with Wake going to Vandy. You gotta, you gotta honor it. You got to honor it. They also went to SMU. Now I don't, I don't know what SMU is going to become personally. I think they're probably going to be seven and five and they're going to be in the uh, fucking Oscar Mayer wiener bowl. I don't know, but I'm saying those are two road trips. They mean something to me. I get it. SMU is not far away, but it is a rivalry game and they should be rewarded for going on the road and winning. The third game is Tarleton state. They whoop Tarleton state's ass. They're an FCS. They're an FCS that I think is going to be around 500, maybe a little bit better when it's all said and done, but three and O is three and O. And especially the fact you went on the road twice. I think TCU is the 13th best team based off of resume thus far Uh, at number 12. I have the NC state Wolfpack and this one pains me. If you know me, you know, it pains me to fucking say this because I don't think this resume is good. They should have lost to East Carolina, but they didn't. East Carolina's kicker sucks. He sucks. He missed every opportunity and they somehow lost that game and NC state won that game. So that counts for a good win. I mean, a road win in a hostile place. I don't know about a good win because East Carolina, they're not setting the world on fire by any means, but they're, they're 500. It was a tough road game and NC state found a way to win that thing. Since then they've beaten nobody, absolutely nobody. But if you were to ask me, Hey, is at NC state harder than winning? I'm sorry. Is at East Carolina harder than beating uh, Colorado at Colorado and, uh, and SMU? I think it's, I think that's, I struggled with that. But I said it probably is this year. Probably is this year. Um I I can understand and I'll accept you know some some hate on that one because it was tough for me to decide that. I feel like if you play two road games, you should probably be ahead of them. But at the same time, I still think that is a more live environment than the other two. So gotta reward them there. It's certainly better than Michigan's and, and Oklahoma State's because Michigan doesn't, hasn't hit the road and played absolutely fucking nobody. Oklahoma state 
same situation and coastal Carolina, their one win on the road is at Georgia state. Who's zero and four. That's my logic on that. Um, I, th- this will probably, they'll probably lose the Clemson this week and they'll drop back maybe out of the whole fucking top 25. Cause I'm pretty sure I can find a one loss team with a better resume at number 11. Don't laugh. It's Patty C's boys. The James Madison Dukes. Yes. James Madison. And yeah, they've had a bye week already. They have the benefit of that, but what's the, there's no harm in ranking them there now because this is irrelevant towards the final season. And this is the way it should be. This is the way that should be. If you ask me on how they rank these teams, but JMU, how about their first win their season opener against uh, middle Tennessee? They won 44, seven middle Tennessee. Hasn't lost since they went to Colorado state and smacked Colorado state. Right. Uh, then they went to Miami and smacked Miami by more than a and M did. Might I add? Uh, and they also have an FCS win against North uh, Norfolk state, but then uh, JMU went to Appalachian state and beat them. Appalachian state beat Texas A&M. Uh, so there's no way in my mind, you can tell me they've got, they've gone to the tough road, the road environment and grabbed the dub. They've beaten another team that has gone out and whooped the power fives ass and hit the road to Colorado state and won. which if we're going to honor that Colorado state win for Michigan, we should honor middle Tennessee's win at Colorado state. Michigan hosted Colorado state. Middle Tennessee had to go at Colorado state. So I think the number 11 team in the country should be the James Madison Dukes. Talk to me. I want to know what your opinion is so far of this system. Do you feel like it's honest? Am I being honest with you at number 10? I got the Minnesota golden Gophers, and you can make a case that their schedule absolutely sucks but they, they did go on the road this past week. They went on the road and they were dominant. Now we don't know what, what, uh, what Michigan state is going to be. I tend to think Michigan state. If you listen to our season preview episode, I think they're, they're going to be pretty bad this year. I thought they would be anywhere from five and seven to seven and five. And I think Minnesota just won 34, seven. And that I should add in Michigan state score with like seven seconds left in the game to get their seven. They got their ass kicked. This was 34, nothing. All right. 34, nothing pretty much. Um, and they also beat a power five in Colorado. Once again, they whooped Colorado by 42, which was a better outing than what TCU put up. But I know TCU had to go to Boulder. Colorado had to go to Minneapolis. So it's a different cup of tea, right? They also beat New Mexico state. They're in, they're an FBS. I mean, that's a Michigan caliber win, uh, but I New Mexico state just smacked Hawaii by a lot. So there's something there. And then they beat Western Illinois, the Leathernecks, who suck as well in the FCS. Um, the resume is not incredibly strong, but I can tell you this, they've been dominant in all four of them, all four of them. So I think at number 10, you have to rate the Minnesota golden Gophers at number nine. I have the Alabama crimson tide. Oh, how could I put Alabama at number nine? How could I do that? Um, well, because they've really beaten nobody. Yes. Uh, what was their Utah state, Utah state. They beat Utah state by a, what was that? I'm gonna quickly pull up 
how much they beat Utah State by, but it was a by a substantial amount because Alabama is a lot better than Utah State. But Utah State has been horrible since then. Utah State just lost to UNLV by double digits. They got whooped by Weber State, and they struggled against UConn. That win means absolutely nothing, pretty much. <clears throat> I mean, yes, is Utah State better than Michigan's resume minus Maryland? Correct. Then they went on the road to Texas and won twenty to nineteen in a game that was ridiculously refed. Uh, now Bama still might have won that game, but that was certainly a safety in the end zone, and I'll argue that with anybody. And I am no Texas fan. If I, if anything, I bet Bama, and I wanted Bama to win by fifty-five, <clears throat> but. That win's looking way shakier because not only did Texas have some first half struggles with UTSA, they ended up pulling away late. Um, they went to Texas Tech and lost last week, so they're two and two. Texas's only wins are against ULM and UTSA of the group of five. Doesn't mean much to me. You only you go into Austin. Now you did go on the road and get a win against a, a you know at a, in a hostile environment. You should be rewarded for that. That is the one win. Then at home, you played Vanderbilt. You won 55 3. You looked great. But don't really get too many points for that one in my book. We'll see. After this week, you go at Arkansas. If you win at Arkansas, guess what? You're going to jump up probably a lot more, considering whatever. I mean, who knows how it shakes out. But I think Van, or, uh, I think Alabama, <laughs> I almost said, I think Vanderbilt should be the number nine team. No, I think Alabama should be the number nine team in the nation right now, based on resume. At number eight. At number eight, I say the Clemson Tigers. Once again, folks, I am not basing off of perception. That's what I hate about college football. Like, would I take Alabama to beat Clemson? You know I would. You know I would. But that's irrelevant. I like football that we've seen on the field. Just just throwing it out there and saying, well, this team could beat that team. Yeah. We can all guess that. We can all guess that. But when there's a, a sport with 131 teams, you got to look better than that. Like, you got to dig into what have they done? It should be resume based. It should not be, oh, well, I think this team can be that team. Oh, this team plays in the Big 12. Oh, no, this team plays in the Pac 12. They, they, they must not be that good. They're in the Pac 12. Oh, they must, this team's in the MAC. No, you can't do that. You can't just base it off of what you think. You shouldn't. I know we've been doing it for a fucking over a hundred years with college football, but it's ridiculous. And it should have never happened. Um, Bama is my number nine team at number eight. I have the Clemson tigers. Clemson just went on the road and won at wake forest. Wake forest is better than Texas people. And I think everyone will agree that wake forest has been a better program than Texas lately, but also wake forest has a better record. They have a winning record right now. And Texas does not. Could that change? Sure. Wake Forest might lose the Florida State this week. Texas might beat West Virginia. And then all of a sudden, maybe Bama is in front. Well, if Bama beats Ar uh, Arkansas, they probably will be ahead of Clemson. But right now, Clemson's resume is better. They also went to Georgia Tech. I know it wasn't a true away game, it was a neutral site game, but they've been on the road twice now to Power Fives, and they have they have gotten it done. That is a better resume, even though the SEC is, yes, a better conference than the ACC. Another thing I think you could argue, you could probably argue that Louisiana Tech is better than Utah State. But I can tell you this if Alabama's best win is Texas, Texas and Wake Forest, okay, maybe you say Texas would beat Wake Forest this year. 
I tend to disagree with you, but uh, I can tell you this. Where would you go on the Georgia tech Vanderbilt game? I actually think that's a, that's a debate. That's actually a debate. That's actually a fucking game. But I can tell you this, uh, the fact that Clemson did it on the road twice means more to me. And I think everyone judging these things should look at away games because I do think they tell the tale for if your team is better or not, or if your your resume is better or not. And it's not even a true away game. Was that that fucking Mercedes game? But, uh, but the fact they've been away one and a half, essentially, even though Georgia tech resides in Atlanta and that stadium's still in Atlanta, it's more impressive than Alabama's resume thus far in my opinion. Uh, next up at number seven, I got the, the Kentucky Wildcats. Look, they look like shit last week. I'll be the first to tell you this, but once again, I'm not forming my opinion on how I think they will end up because I don't think they're going to end up, you know, well, I mean, I think they'll probably win eight or nine games, but I think they are the third or fourth best team in the sec East. But my thoughts are irrelevant because I'm looking at the resume. The resume says right now that the Kentucky Wildcats have gone on the road to the swamp in a lit environment and won. That means something to me. You know what else means something to me? They beat Miami, Ohio in the Mac, right? I actually think Miami, Ohio is playing pretty good. They just won at Northwestern. That win means a little more now. They also beat Northern Illinois in the Mac. Who knows what this win? They won the Mac a season ago, but once again, I'm not looking at last season. I'm looking at this season. Yes, Northern Illinois was with the backup quarterback, but it is still a Power Five win. And then they beat Youngstown State, who was a decent, uh, decent team in the FCS. So I think that resume is better. It's harder, to, in my opinion. Now you could you could say, well, Colby, you know, Clemson won at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is better than Florida. I agree. Wake Forest would beat Florida, but it depends where that game's played. If that's in the swamp, I'm taking Florida all day. I think it's harder to win in the swamp than a lot of places in in America. So I'm going to give Kentucky credit there. And I also think Miami, Ohio would beat Vanderbilt or Georgia tech this year. I said it first. All right. Um, but I also think Youngstown state is, is a decent FCS. I think they would be, you know, we can go get to game for game here. Uh, I also think Northern Illinois is probably better than Louisiana tech. So I think Kentucky deserves the number seven spot in the database top 25, which means absolutely nothing because this is just content. You know what I mean? You know, you can call me a fucking idiot all day. See people laughing at me in the Twitter with, uh, with my Alabama perception. It's not on what I think. Look, if Alabama plays Kentucky, I would lay fucking 28 points. It's what the resume is telling me. And I think that is the way to be unbiased. Let's go. Number six in the nation. You're going to laugh again. Cause I got the Georgia Bulldogs, the Georgia Bulldogs. Look, Georgia looks fantastic. There's no denying it. Okay. You can say the Kent state score was closer than it needed to be. You could say, oh, they caught off the dogs against Samford. Georgia looks like, in my opinion, if I had to bet based on what I saw the first four weeks, I would say they look like the best team in the nation. But who, but fo- sports should not be considered on what you think. It should be considered on what you've done and who you've beaten. So that's why I've lo- lobbied for a large playoff for a long time. You might have the same outcome, but guess what? Then they've earned it. It's not on perception. Um, 
Oregon. They whooped Oregon 49, three and a true ass kicking. Cause they probably could have won by more. Uh, Oregon has since looked pretty good. That win means more now. That's a great win. Um, but that game was in Atlanta, which was 45 minutes away. That's not a fucking neutral site game. That is a, no, that's a home game. Uh, then they beat Samford. Who's actually pretty good in the FCS. That's a decent win. Then they went to South Carolina and whooped their ass. And it was the way they did it. That was impressive. However, I do think South Carolina is not a very good team this year. Like me and Patty C have been arguing this. I was like, man, I don't know about South Carolina. Maybe I kind of thought they would be better than what they've looked so far. They look like a team to me. That's going to be like six and six at best. But you know, you know, this is only a month into the season. Things can change. Uh, but based and then Kent state, their resume is actually pretty good considering the fact two power fives, but they haven't really, they had, okay. What Samford is probably better. I don't know. I don't know about that. Actually. I was going to say Samford might be better than Youngstown state. I think that's a game. I probably favor Samford. I don't know, but um, getting Oregon at Atlanta, I think is a great win so far. I mean, Oregon's three and one, they just won at wazoo and they beat BYU and they beat Eastern Washington. Who's a good FCS. So that win is meaning more and more, but South Carolina has beaten nobody. They've beaten, I mean, the combined records, I think of the team South Carolina has beat are what Georgia, uh, Georgia state and uh, Charlotte, which would be one and one and eight, I believe because Charlotte played a week zero game. So I have no idea what South Carolina's win is like Vandy could be better than South Carolina. I have no fucking idea. Um, Kent state though. I do think is going to be a good team in the Mac, despite them being winless. I, I gave them points in the Washington angle. I need to give them points in the Georgia angle. So I do have Georgia at number six at number five. Well, before I get to number five, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Yes. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season at the Elias game plan app. And it's their favorite time of year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues or betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better because the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting app and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB. And yeah, uh, the, the Elias game plan app is the only sports app from the most trusted sports name in, uh, in stats, which is the Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro sports leagues. And look, when you get this app, you're going to get everything league validated stats, you know, player news, head to head comparisons ahead of the matchups. So like a week or two ahead, you're going to get that all uh, key Elias game insight, expert analysis. They're going to tell you the betting advantages you can have. Uh, they're going to help you pick your fantasy lineup. I mean, it, it, it'll be fantastic. You got to get this thing, elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias game plan app. That's E L I a S. And right now when you do, I can get you 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use the promo code SGPN 15, <clears throat> once again, find the Elias game plan sports betting app in the app store and Google play store today and use that promo code SGPN 15. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you need, uh, if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for the fraction of the price of cable. 
You can watch it on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with that included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract. There's no commitment. And you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sling TV. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. <clears throat> All right. We are back talking. I see the chat lighting up. Let's go. Next on the list. As I scroll down, if this thing lets me scroll down. Uh, number five. And I, I kind of think this team is hundred percent counterfeit. Me and Patty C have argued about this team, but based on resume, I have to have the Florida state Seminoles number five in the nation. They won a, whatever you want to call it. I think it's kind of like the Georgia game where they took on Oregon. Not really because that not that many Oregon fans made it to Atlanta. And a lot of Florida state fans did make it to new Orleans, but that's almost a road game. That's like a, that's pretty much a road game. <clears throat> it was like what? 60, 40 LSU's favor. So maybe not a true on road game, but like still got to give them some points. there, some credit there. And they also won at Louisville. Yes. They took on Duquesne and beat Duquesne. Duquesne sucks. That means nothing pretty much. Um, but the Florida state win the at Louisville win. And then the home win against Boston college, even though I think Boston college is Colorado bad. They've beaten three power fives, one and a half road games too. I mean, that's pretty fucking impressive, pretty fucking impressive thus far. Um, next up number four in the nation, the Tennessee volunteers. Yes. Look, they've already, they've already They've already what knocked off Pitt at Pitt, and I have Pitt ranked, so they have a a ranked win against Pitt. Then they beat the Florida Gators in uh, Knoxville, and then when you look at Tennessee's schedule, what they 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 took down okay, Ball State. Okay, I don't know what to make of Ball State. They still could end up like six and six, like they do a lot of years in the MAC. Um, so, okay. Maybe that game, I don't know what to, to make of that one. That one's kind of like, it's a worse win than Northern Illinois for Kentucky. Like Kentucky beating Northern Illinois in Miami, Ohio is better than Tennessee beating ball state. But I still think the fact you have a ranked win on the road at their place means something. Then the other one is Akron. That's a Michigan win. You know what I mean? Like Akron, I would, Akron, I think is better than Hawaii. And I think they're better than uh, probably Colorado state. But after that, they're in the mix, maybe New Mexico state. They beat they're in the mix for one of the worst, but having a win against Florida and having a win against Pitt, I think is better than Florida. Florida state's beating three power fives, but it's Boston college. It's Louisville. And it's only one and a half on the road. So Tennessee's win against a ranked opponent in pit. Now I know you could argue these. I kind of had at first when I jotted these down, I had Florida state ahead of them. And 
Cause you could say, well, three power five wins is three power five wins. And I agree. But I also say, well, what you got a value. If you beat a ranked team in their house, it's pretty fucking good. And then you beat Florida who very well could be ranked uh, when this is all said and done in the end of the season. So um, those two wins mean a little bit more to me. I know that kind of you, I can, I'll be the first to admit like this is incredibly close. I could, I could go Florida state over Tennessee. Um, anyway, uh, next up, we got number three in the nation. We got the USC Trojans. What? I mean, look, it wasn't pretty, but they found a way to get it done in Corvallis. You know, they didn't have an offensive touchdown uh, that wasn't set up by their defense until the final minute of the game in Corvallis. Yes. The other ones, they scored a touchdown on offense, but it was like a, a 20 yard field after an interception. Um, and then two field goals after an interception. So like they really, uh, or one field goal after an interception. So they had what? 10 points off of turnovers and seven points on offense in the final minute of the game, but they got it done. They got the win. The USC defense played way better than I thought they would. <clears throat> um, so here's my logic here. The USC is now beaten what two, two power fives, same as everyone else minus Florida State, right? And the power five, Stanford. Okay, I think Stanford is better than what I thought they would be this year, but they clearly aren't are not a good football team. They're they're, I think they're probably going to end up five and seven or six and six, but it is a power five win, and they beat. Oregon state at Oregon state. Great road win to me. Cause I think Oregon state is very close. They're like on the honorable mention to me of being ranked, but it's also the fact they didn't play an FCS and it's a fact they played rice in week one and rice has looked a lot better. Rice beat Louisiana Lafayette who won the sunbelt last year and rice just looks the part. They almost knocked off Houston, the Houston Cougars in Houston. Well, I guess both schools are in Houston. But it was uh, 27 27 with like two minutes left in that game. I've been really impressed with Rice this season. So I think that win elevates them a little bit. And then Fresno State. Okay, Fresno State, yes, their quarterback went down against USC. But I think that's going to be a good win. I would not be surprised if Fresno State wins the Mountain West. So my logic is that. My logic is that. Um, and I think you can argue all three of those right there are really close. They're really neck and neck. Um, you could say, well, Tennessee Pitt and Pitt and Florida is better than Oregon state and Stanford. I agree, but I would then ask you Fresno state and rice, I think are better than ball state. Well, I don't think I, I know they're better than ball state and Akron. So it's how you judge that. It's how you judge that. I think all of it is right there. And it, like I said, this is like, really close, really close. Um, but at number two in the land, uh, we're going with the Kansas Jayhawks. And you know why I have them ahead of the, the other three is because they've won on the road twice. They've won on the road twice, even Florida state. They've played three power fives, only one road win one and a half. I can, I consider because the neutral site game, Kansas has won on the road twice. And besides that, they beat a power five at home. So uh, what I know right now it's two power fives, but technically three. Cause in like seven months, Houston will be in the power five. I value Houston as a power five. I don't care what the fuck you say. 
All right. Their roster is built up like a power five roster, not an elite power five roster, but a power five roster. That's three good wins. And then they have a shitty FCS win against Tennessee tech. But either way, I don't think they fucking trailed much this season. I guess the, like the first quarter, but they have looked really good. And I think they deserve to be the number two team. I think they deserve it. Two road wins. Talk to me in college football. Who else has got two road wins <clears throat> against respectable opponents? First off two road wins. There, there's none. There's none. Who's got the, the road wins here. Um, so uh, Kansas, I think deserves the number two spot at number one. I got the Penn state Nittany Lions because they've gone on the road to two places that were absolutely bonkers when they went to play them. Now, granted, I don't know how good Purdue is going to end up. I think they're going to be a bowl team and I don't, I Auburn has potential to not be a bowl team, even though I think there'll be a bowl team, but playing at those two power fives houses and then not playing an FCS and playing in my opinion, I think playing like some of the better uh, max, I think central Michigan might be in the, in the mix for a Mac championship this year. So getting central Michigan and then getting the Ohio Bobcats, they played zero FCS teams. Uh, do I expect Ohio to be bowling? Probably not, but they're right on the cusp. I do expect central Michigan to be a bowl team. They are almost every year. I feel like, and then winning at Auburn and winning at Purdue means the most to me. Those two wins are fantastic. It doesn't matter if they're down years for, you know, or a down year for Auburn or not to me going to that place, which is fucking bonkers and it's awesome. And it's everything that's great about college football, but going there and getting a win and get also getting the win in the way they did it. I think Penn state should be number one in the nation. Shout out to the Nittany lions for getting it done. So that's my Dan to base top 25 folks. You might want to call me a fucking idiot. I'll own it, but uh, I think it's way more honest than our top 25. And I think like Kansas, if they lose to Iowa state this week, guess what? They're gone. They might not even be in the 25 at all. I don't believe you just drop down like, Oh, since I ranked them this high, we can't have them out of the top 25. No, if they lose, I think you can make a case considering what else happens. I can't say that every time <clears throat> that it's, that it's more fair. And that's what I think is a better system. And hopefully one day, hopefully one day we get a system like this or just a large ass playoff or just a large ass playoff still won't be perfect. There'll always be, but even in college basketball, there's 68 teams in there and it's not perfect. I argued Xavier to, should have made the tournament last year. They didn't, they won the NIT. Um, but with a large one, you cast a big enough net. I do think Penn state has the best resume right now in the nation. They should be the number one best team based or I'm sorry. They should be the number one ranked team based off their resume. If you ask me, all right, folks, this is the college football experience. We're going to be back all throughout the week. I got shit lined up, man. We got obviously the DFS show. It's coming me NC Nick breaking down stuff. Come play DFS with us. We're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We, we tweet out that roster or that invite, I should say. So come join us play there. Uh, I'm trying. Oh, I got the, with the week three preview and picks that'll come out Wednesday night, five 30 Western eight 30 Eastern. Then we also have uh, the FCS show, which will happen Thursday night. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, there's a bunch of other great stuff we have. I'm going to do some game previews, trying to, to hook up with the, uh, 
some, some, some guests do an air force Navy preview. That's a good game up in Colorado Springs. And that's another thing to monitor. We got a lot of rain games going on. Like they're, they're, this hurricane's coming up the coast. So there could be some cancellations or some games moved up early. Keep an eye on all that folks. Subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Just recorded the Duke blue, uh, blue devils preview. So that's going to drop very shortly. So go check that out over there as the season tips on November 7th. Subscribe to both of those. Subscribe to the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick uh, and myself. And that is all fantastic stuff there. We come together as one on YouTube as the college experience. So youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, yeah, please, if you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Tell me what you think of the database top 25. All right, come on. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Tell me I'm a fucking idiot though. Do that on Twitter and give me a five-star review on iTunes. All right. There you go. All right, folks. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Appreciate you rocking with us. I can't wait for the season to keep going. I can't wait. There's no games tonight. Come on. I mean, yes, we got the Monday night game on below me here, but still I want some college football action. Let's go. This is the college football experience. Database top 25 rankings. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it tonight. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. The CPU is a drone and processor learning computer. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Trying to get our two boys ready to get him to golf tournament for practice. Right? Well, cast the crossword. Doors open. Screens if you don't go to the University of Wisconsin, you're going to end up with your government keys and living in a bill by the river. They're begging us. Please have a party. Be not afraid. Get a play.